Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. Wow, the decade is over. But we're still here. We're still here forever. No breaks for us. But, of course, it can't just be me talking to the mic because that'd be a weird episode of the podcast. We've got to have other guests, such as Gary. Hey, Gary. Hi, Ben. I'm here. You are here. I think, personally, you can have a podcast on your own. <laughs> just fake our voices. Uh. And how we would react to you. Just throw in a random sexual joke. Pretend to be me. Penis, penis, Alfon- penis. Alfonso gets offended and hates me. Tim yeah. laughs in the background for no reason. <laughs> See, I can do Tim. <laughs> oh, oh, my. <laughs> hey, Alfonso. <laughs> or is that Tim? We don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm good. Do you have um, a good Christmas? Um, um, I had to work. Oh, so. So, a good Christmas, then. Easy Christmas. We say that. Nobody was flying in, during Christmas, then? People were, but a lot of... Um, there was a lot of early flights, so we got to get out early. And they threw us a little party. Oh, that's nice. all that we did, you know, to prep for doing the holiday. So, yeah, mm. it, was, it was fun. Alfonso, how do I walk out and, like, be one of those people who gets on the plane all by himself? How, how am I supposed to know that? You work at the airport. Yeah, I work at the airport, but I have nothing to do with airport security. Well, can you tell me, like, the times that people fly the least at, or the days? That's vital information that I cannot share. Well, okay. the average people, normally, though, the best times to fly are during the weekdays, because most people are working, therefore they won't be flying during the weekdays. And I guess morning time, early morning, but not too early. There you go. That is that is true. I can tell you that yes. I even work at an airport just because of using logic of people working. I just want to walk out and be the only person on the flight and just go hang out at first class. That will never happen. Yeah, that would never happen. You would never get know. a flight with the only person on it. Uh, I've seen it on Reddit like multiple times. Almost once a week, I see it. Okay, you're very unlike. It depends on where you're flying to. Because <laughs> most places are pop. You, most places you'll go to are too popular for them to do that. Like True. Hawaii's. Like Hawaii's. <laughs> <laughs> There's multiple of them. <laughs> Hawaii's. <laughs> or the Vegas. No. Yeah, well, Vegas, you'll never be the only one on fight. How about one of those fights where, like, they give out free switches to everybody that was on the fight? I saw that happen, too. Yeah, that happened. No. That's not happening. Yeah, that's only happened happened once. Yeah, it happened, but that's not happening here. Can (laughs) you talk to an airline to hook it up? No, because it was Nintendo that did it. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Nintendo did it for the people that were going to one of their conferences. Even better New York is very popular. I'm sure you'll run into Shigeru Miyamoto or somebody at wow. one time. Wow, that's a big chance. <laughs> oh, yeah, because and, New York is well known for its lack of people. And just threaten him a little bit. Seriously? 
fine. Don't listen to me. I, I give Wait, why do you want a free Switch anyway? You already have a Switch. Uh, because it's free and I'll have two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's threaten someone so we've got a chance to win something that I already have. One second. <laughs> You're taking away all my fun, man. Plus, we're a PlayStation podcast. Surely you want to be threatening someone to win a PlayStation. I mean, it'll be easier to smuggle a Switch onto the plane than a PS4. Uh. <laughs> that reminds me, you talk about that smuggling and stuff, but <laughs> I went to go see Star Wars just before Christmas. How was it? Yeah, it was okay. Six out of ten, maybe. Mm. Um, but on the train there, the the, uh, the entire train station was covered in police, and they stopped the train oh, and they you. just burged into onto the train with like tasers out to try and get someone. It was tasers. What if the guy had an automatic rifle? What are you going to do? Electrocute him to death? Well, yeah, you can't. You, you're not allowed guns as police unless you're an armed force. Only Seriously? Armed, yeah, only armed force response are allowed guns. The UK doesn't have guns? Not, no. Oh, wow. See, I thought, I knew guns were illegal to own in the UK. Yeah. But I thought the police were still allowed to have them. No, police aren't allowed it unless you're uh, highly trained, which means chances are it's only a handful of people. But still, do you take that risk going into a, to a situation like that with just yeah. tasers? Yeah. I mean, the guy could still have a gun. Yeah, they have to. Even then, it's still dangerous. He points a gun at you, you electrocute him, and he still shoots you because it's the compulsive yeah. reaction that you get. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's it's not standard for police to have guns. Interesting. Most of them are allowed tasers at best and sticks. Yeah, night sticks. Those sticks, those sticks hurt, man. Yeah. Even so, even though they can't have guns, in my opinion, it's a lot safer than New York. Yeah, I'd rather walk around. It's safe. But yeah, we were like sat in our cubicles as the police were rushing to get one per. It was stupid because there was like one person, and all he had was a bag. But what we can tell, and then there was like bag full of what? I look like clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Laced with heroin. Who knows? But you don't need. Well, I think there was five police vans in the train station itself. There was four police sta- pl- police vans outside the train station, and there was like guards all around the entire police, uh, all around the train station. Just to I can tell you what man. it was. I'm pretty sure somebody saw this guy, thought he looked sketchy. He had a bag. Yeah. So they called the cops. Yeah. So they probably assumed it was some terror attack or yeah. some homicide about to go down. Like we also had some drunks on the train and they're like, just arrest me so the rest of my mates can get out. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. They're like, just just arrest one of us. We'll, we'll go. We just want to get off this damn train. <laughs> we were stuck there for like 15 minutes while they were trying Jesus, to find man. this guy. If I was that guy, I would sue the shit out of that police department. Yeah. Because all he did, they, he invaded the, the police outside by doing the ability, amazing ability of ducking. <laughs> <laughs> so he was guilty of something then. Well, 
Yeah, probably, but I'm just saying that I found it funny that the police couldn't find him because he ducked under the window. Jesus. <laughs> oh no, we can't find him, he's invisible now. Uh. But yeah, anyway, that was the inter entertainment part of Star Wars. Star Wars was great. Okay. I like the new seats, okay? I nearly fell asleep. Man, that movie must have been great. <laughs> <laughs> I always take naps when I enjoy things. <laughs> I do, actually. Oh, my God. Uh, well, So you don't fall asleep during the podcast. That means you hate it. <laughs> Who says I haven't? <laughs> wow. This is where he disappears randomly. <laughs> Micro sleep. Uh, well, you say I don't sleep, so well, people go, don't. "Oh, Chili doesn't sleep." Every time I sleep. message you on Discord, you randomly answer at random points in time. <laughs> Four a.m. my time, Ben answers. <laughs> Ten p.m. my time, Ben answers. <laughs> ben doesn't sleep. No. Ben doesn't the meaning of the word. Uh, I think Ben is a robot. Beep boop. <laughs> this is why he never accesses those sites that ask you if you're a robot. He physically can't do it. Can't lie about it. <laughs> He's like, I missed the I missed the questions where we have to pick out the bus from seventeen pictures. <laughs> oh, I hate those. Those are the ones he misses. Those <laughs> he are the worst. <laughs> I always have they trouble are, with that. You look at it, it's like, does this count as one? It's like this tiny little corner of it. <laughs> I don't know if I should pick it or not. I, I'm like that, actually. I, I, I hate it. I hate those so much. It's like, pick out the car. Well, is that that car? I can't quite tell. It's it's kind of in the side of the picture. Is it, does it count? Is this a shop? It's a building. <laughs> pick out the shops. Well, this this is a building. Does this count? Oh, stupid robot question things well you know also as a robot and coming out possibly soon the Final 7 remake the demo is is might be coming out soon yeah baby yeah. I called yep, it yep. you can thank me I leaked it six months ago <laughs> <laughs> internally I think, we, I think we all knew there was going to be a demo because all the demos they've shown off for it um, but yeah, I'm ge I'm still guessing early January because uh, it normally takes about two to three weeks before a demo gets released from being on the store to actually out. So mid January maybe will be when we see the demo. Um, I don't know. It's already appeared on PSN, so I yeah, think it's it takes about two or three weeks from when it appears on PSN to when it actually gets downloadable. Mm. So you think on the anniversary of? When seven came out, when is the anniversary? It came out, I think, January nineteenth. Then yeah, I'm gonna go with that. That'd be a great yeah. That'd be perfect. That'd be about right. Yeah. Yeah, January nineteenth, or at least close to it. Oh wait, no wait, hold on. Thirty first of January. Oh, yeah. uh, the thirty first of January. Yeah, that's yeah. When it came out. So. Yeah, they, I don't know. I feel like yeah, about thirty first. One second. Let me just check Google's. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It came out on the 31st of January. No, but... This is a Friday. 
Yeah, I'm expecting maybe the 29th. 28th, 29th, yeah, that, that week. I could see it happening on New Year's. I mean, that's a Wednesday. It could happen. Just three days. Anyways, we know what's coming. And I'm excited. Because I'll finally get to play it before it comes out. Yeah, but it's supposedly going to be a short demo, though, so don't expect much. I will play it a lot. Same. <laughs> you have to try everything, Ben. Yeah, it's my game of the year, so. Already? already? Oh, yeah. man. It's like Skyrim all over again. I already know it. Fantasy VII is my favorite game of one of my favorite games of all time, so. The only thing that beats it is Fantasy Nine. when it comes to single player RPGs. So. Until they remaster Pharmacy 9, Pharmacy 7 is going to be up there. Instantly game of the year. It is for me. It's going to be tough year next year, man. There's a lot of games. Not for me. <laughs> no, that's true. Not for Ben. Yeah, so far I know that I want Kakarot and I want Pharmacy 7. Uh, that's about it. Well, you spend over three hundred dollars on Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, so... be your game of the year. <laughs> I might get Cyberpunk on my laptop just to see how it how good I can make it look. But apart from that, you're gonna run on your Stadia. Yeah, my Stadia. <laughs> Stadia. So, but uh, and the Powerpoint Two was found as well. So, yeah, dude, that was announced like five years ago though. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe not five years. It's been announced for a while. I think it's been announced like three years now. Shuya Yoshida said that they're remaking it. I think it was at an E3 state that they said it was coming. I thought that was and just Papon 1. No, they announced the second one. It's been ages. I'm pretty sure it was announced. I'm calling Alfonso. 2017. Is when it was announced. Yeah. Yeah. Two years. Three years. I told you. It was announced three years ago. And there was a... Okay. It was playable when God of War came out. <laughs> see, and then it just vanished. People were like, what the hell, man? Because I can see a picture here of someone with the beta... With God of War beta firm, yeah, firmware. Mm -hmm. And PowerPoint 2 is installed. Along with Medieval, though, so... Mm. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, we've got. I wonder what the demo will be. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be the entire. It'll be the bone mission. That's what people have said. Well, it could be because that's what the original demo was back yeah. when they released the Final Fantasy VII demo on the PS1. And it's also but... the demo shown at events. But it, that sequence now is so much longer. Yeah. Than it was before. So. They still said it was quite a short demo though, because it only goes up to. Um... The first boss. Unless the first boss isn't the boss that you fight at the Mako Reactor. It, the demo goes... It, the, the demo shown at events goes up to the Scorpion. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they're going to start it somewhere else then, not when he's getting off the train. I feel like that's when they're going to start, because that's too iconic. To, oh, if know. it's a short demo, then the, that sequence is just as long as it was originally. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. If they're adding more stuff, 
then I would assume when the final game comes out, that sequence is a lot longer than it was originally. But if you're saying it's a short demo and it's that same sequence, then clearly they didn't add. It won't be that much longer. It's not going to be that much longer. It's about because it's about ten gigs for the demo. So ten gigabyte file for the demo, seventy-three gigabyte for the game. So I don't know, Ben. I've seen a lot of big, huge games that are only like fifteen gigs. So we'll see how long it is. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what it, it could is. also be the demo they've shown off at to press though, because the press behind scenes got to fight the scorpion. Mm-hmm. So who knows if we're going to get up to the scorpion or we're actually going to fight it? Because that fight takes forever, from what I've seen of videos. <laughs> I don't know if you've watched any of it. Oh, I have. Mm-hmm. I've seen almost yep. every video of it. Yeah, that fight took forever. It's not I'm as easy sad, as the cause... last one. If that's the case, we're only going to play with Cloud and Barrett, and I really want to play with... Yeah, there'll be no T for this demo. I'm very sad about that. So, they're they're saving T for... Like, I feel like we might... I don't know if we'll get Red 13 or not still. I really don't know. Right? I hope so. Because they showed Sephiroth already at the top of the helicopter during the Shenra building. Yep. Even though we don't see him, we know he's there. Yeah. We knew he and was there. Obviously, obviously, they show him here, so we would have to go. And we've even seen screenshots of Cloud running around the, the Shenra Corporation, so we have to see Red 13 there eventually. By the way, I wonder if they'll include the Easter egg from the original. Well, not an Easter egg, but there was a secret weapon you could get. You know, you would um, you could either run up the stairs up the Shinra building or take the elevator? Yeah. Uh, if you run up the stairs, after about the 10th screen, it will just teleport you up to the top. But if you go back into the stairs and run, you can run all the way back down. Um, then there's like a load of more floors if you run down. But if you keep running down, you actually get some secret weapons that you can't get in the game otherwise. Nice. If you don't run back down, you miss a load of weapons. Including one that's best in slot for Red 13 for a while. Mm-hmm. Like for an entire two discs. I say, I wonder how Red Thirteen is going to work in this game because he doesn't have any weapons that he uses, but they have to visually give him something to fight with. You know what I mean? Well, they don't really have to, do they? Because he gets hairpins, right? Yeah. Well, obviously you equip different weapons on him, but he pretty much attacks like a dogwood, yeah. like jumps and bites you. Yeah, that's, they don't I'm have talking to... about like when you, when you look at the weapons, like when we saw the materia screen, where you know he puts the materia on Cloud's sword, or Tifa's going to be on her gloves. On Barrett his hairpins. Is going to have. Well, I guess we'll see. Because that's he had he used hairpins in the original game, so. Yeah. It'll just be you equip hairpins. It'll be probably like on his like on his collar, like a dog. Yeah, probably. I'm just wondering, what if they maybe they give him a knife to put in his mouth that he fights with? <laughs> no, that's stupid. <laughs> Why? No, that's the the Foxhound logo, man. <laughs> no, it's like no. if they don't give Kate Sif a megaphone to fight with. No, he needs his megaphone. There's one character I hope he never is not in the game. I actually want I want that to be the mount in Fantasy 14 in the future. Kate Sif. Yeah. 
I want that to, you know, you know um, because there's probably going to be a Final Fantasy VII-14 crossover eventually. I mean, oh, for sure. So I, I want, I want, I want them to add Kate Sif as the, yeah, you know, the Moogle part as the, as the mount. And then my character rides on top as, as, as the little. That'd be the best. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Kate Sif. Don't they, have, a, don't they already have him as a wind up? Minion thing, yeah, that they do. You around? Yeah, no, you can't get any more though. So, no, yeah, it's the pre order bonus, so you can't get it now. It's one of the few minions you can you can never get again. Sad, though. The Yokai Watch event is coming back next year, so people will be able to get the, the mount again for that. So, nice. Yokai Watch, yay! <laughs> everyone, the grind that everyone hates. Except for me, because I'm weird. That was a terrible, terrible event, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And new weapons, yay. But anyway, let's go back to Fantasy Seven. I can't wait for it. Yes. Uh, March, isn't it? March 1st. Yes, March 3rd. <sighs> the start of the month. I am super excited, but then I'm also... There's just so much stuff coming out that time-wise... I'm going to need to take a vacation because <laughs> <laughs> that's coming out. Fairy tale is coming out in March and that's two huge JRPGs. There's is so it much more in uh, what's it in March as well. Uh, Witcher. Witcher. Witcher no, it's cyberpunk. Or is oh, that... Cyberpunk is in April. There you go. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm looking at a list now. Uh, Yakuza is January 16th. Dragon Ball Kakarot is January 17th. Uh, uh, oh, February. Oh, that's what one as well. Bayonetta. Bayonetta Vanquish is the is the 18th of February. Oh, man. Uh, wait, I thought that was already out. One Puncher Hero Nobody Knows. Uh, that's the sequel that's coming out. Yeah, so you got Final Fantasy 7, you got My Heroes 1 Justice 2, then you got Neo 2 coming out on the 13th, which yeah. I'm very excited for. Animal Crossing Switch is coming out on March 20th, so good luck to anybody who wants to compete with that crazy shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got Doom Eternal is coming out the 20th, so there goes that game. And Doom 64. Yeah. Persona 5 Royal is coming out March 31st. Uh, for North America. I don't know if that's Europe. Yeah, you got the Half-Life VR game coming out in March as well. Then April, you got right. Resident Evil 3. Start of April, yeah. You got Cyberpunk. You got Trials of Mana. You got uh, Predator Hunting Ground. If you're Xbox, you got Gears Tactics, which they've already tried to have me download, even though it's not announced out, out yet. It's like uh, like a month ago. It's like you can preload Gears Tactics. I'm like, why? <laughs> it's not out till April. Because yeah, here's February. So February, the big ones we have coming out. We have Yakuza Five, part of the remastered collection. So that's whatever. Darksiders Genesis is coming out. Uh, you have, well, the DualShock 4 back button attachment comes out in Europe on the 14th of February. I think it's January in North America. 
You got Bayonetta and Vanquish, 10th Anniversary Edition on the 18th. You have the Kingdom Hearts 3 Story DLC coming out on February 25th for Xbox One. Comes out in January on the PS4. January 23rd, my birthday. Oh, man. Uh, Iron Man VR is the 28th of February. That's, I think, a pretty big game for a lot of people. Yeah, that looks good. And One Punch Man, a hero I don't really know, which I didn't even know there was a sequel already coming out. I guess I don't know what that is. Hmm. Yeah, and then May. Avengers is coming out in May. Oh, no, it's the first one. They're re-releasing it? I th- oh, it's the complete edition. It comes with all the DLC. I think that's what that one is, Ben. No, I don't think it's ever been released. Well, let me Google. I shall Google with you. Yeah, this is the release day. Oh, oh my God, dude. I, Excuse me. I kept thinking this was My Hero Academia. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, One Punch Man. <laughs> That's why I was so confused. <laughs> my favorite My Hero Academia character. Uh, my bad. I mean, the reason why I got confused with you saying that is because I I played the beta, like, when was it? Like, several months ago. So, I was like, oh, okay then, fair enough. I didn't know there was a sequel so fast. But with these Arena games, it's pretty easy. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going to question it. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, and then here you have May. You have Avengers in May. Uh, you have Last of Us 2, May 29th. You have uh, the 2020 game of the year, Fast and Furious Crossroads. Oh, my Alfonso, God. Just for you, baby. No, Coming no, out in May. <laughs> no, no, no. And eventually, Ghost of Tsushima. Wait, did they get a release date? No. Okay. They did say summer, though, right? So, I before October. I'm. I might think. Am I putting in August? Uh, That's what I think. I think that's the best time for it. Yeah. I know how Wiki has for a game for December already next year. Dreams is also officially launching on February 14th. The full game, not the. Which if means if you by the way, if you, which means it'll be full price. So unless you bought it in early access, you got to pay full price. You got Mega Man Zero Collection coming out February twenty fifth as well. Excited for that one. You got Zombie Army oh. for Dead War. You have Persona Five Scrabble, which is the hack and slash Persona Five game. Oh, Apple. now that's disappointed. You said Persona 5 Scrabble. I thought it was going to be like Persona 5 Scrabble. As in, you play a version of Scrabble, but you got to use Persona characters. (laughs) Scramble. (laughs) So this is what the problem is with this game. This game is not done by the Persona team. This is done by the guys who did the Dynasty Warriors games. But this is officially a sequel to Persona 5 story-wise. Wait, it's a... Oh, okay, I want this. Wait, it's a Dynasty Warriors game. It's from Omega Force, yeah. Okay, I want this game now. <laughs> what Dynasty Warrior games are the best? No, that's fine. I'm just saying exactly like if you this game literally is the sequel to Persona Five. Oh well. Made by a different company. In a different game style. So 
Joker, that's worth yeah. seven points. So there's that for you. Yeah, so, oh, this yeah, this was his way better. So March, Final Fantasy seven. Uh, Neo two is February or March thirteenth. Fairy Tale is March nineteenth. We talked about Animal Crossing. We talked about Doom. One yeah, Piece Pirate Warriors be... four is March twenty seventh. Yeah, the twenty seventh, yeah. Oh, Remember, go Lion check out my previous One Piece review as well. Yeah, so April, Resident Evil 3, Cyberpunk, Predator, Haunting Grounds, Trials of Mana, even Gears Tactics, if you're into that. And possibly Minecraft Dungeons. Yes, I actually thought that was coming out in January, to be honest with you. I'll be honest, out of all those games, Minecraft Dungeons is the one I'm most excited for. <laughs> yeah, and then, again, like I mentioned, 2020 Game of the Year for Alfonso, Fast and Furious Crossroads. No, no. Do you mean the Game no, of the Year no, <laughs> More like the game of the year 2001, because that's when it looks like it came out. <laughs> Come on, dude, your boy Vin Diesel's in it. No. You hate Vin Diesel? Yes. Why? Why? He doesn't know when to stop. Like, Fast and Furious is supposed to stop at 7, okay? Um, money talks, dude. Billions of dollars in revenue for those. Yeah, billions of dollars, but... Of course, the real no. good game on Wiki that comes out next year is December 23rd, 2020. Who's your daddy? <laughs> oh my god. Windows, Mac, and Xbox One. It's a simulation by Joe Williams. Oh uh, but there's loads of un- unscheduled releases as well, such as Assassin's Creed, Ragnarok. Um, <laughs> death come true destroy all humans yeah I want to see more on destroy all humans uh, Pharma- oh yeah I thought that was coming out in January, Pharmacy Crystal Chronicles oh no that got moved, that got delayed I hate everything in life now yeah no that got delayed yeah like you said there's plenty of games that still don't have a release date um, uh, Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga <laughs> uh, Pokemon Sleep Streets of Rage 4. Gods oh. and Monsters got pushed back, as did uh, Watch Dogs, yeah. Legion. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. There's another Vampire the Masquerade as well, for some reason. I didn't I know there was that two. Was already out. Yeah, there is uh, Bloodlines 2, which is the, the big one. The other one, I think, is a mobile game. No, there's another one coming out on PS4. Yeah. Uh, it's already out now on Windows, supposedly, but uh, Vampire the Masquerade, Quarterias of New York, which is being uh-huh. done by Draw Distance Studio. Uh, that plans to be quarter one, twenty twenty. That's a uh, text-based game. There's uh, Streets of Rage Four coming, baby. Yeah. yeah. When, There's no, no. Tales of Arise is coming, the new uh, Tales game. Sorry, Tales of Arise. Yakuza Like a Dragon, the JRPG Yakuza game that I hear is phenomenal. Yeah, that's out in January for Japan, right? Yeah. yeah. And of course, the biggest game that's coming out next year for PC and Nintendo Switch, Boyfriend Dungeon. 
You heard that, Alfonso? God Boyfriend, help me. it's a simulator. Yeah. Help me. <laughs> Boyfriend Dungeon is an upcoming dungeon crawler dating simulator indie game. It takes place in an urban fantasy setting. The player character must fight through dungeons with the help of a human partner who can transform into a sentient weapon. That sounds familiar. Outside of dungeons, the player can date their partner in a visual novel style sequence that increases their power in combat. It's scheduled to release in 2020 on Nintendo Switch. How does that make you feel, Alfonso? It's on the Switch. Again, you, you can play it on the goal too. Yeah, you, you can take your boyfriend that. out. You can literally be in a real dungeon playing that game. <laughs> That's a game made for you. Uh, I think you had me confused with Tim. Actually, because no, no. I'll buy that. I'll play that. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Ben played an entire game based off a fast food chef dating simulator. Yeah, KFC, a finger licking dating story. Let's see. What? It's a real game. Yeah, it was a great game. <laughs> Look, it was our Christmas special on Moogle Go Around Radio, which, by the way, you can listen to part one right now at moogleegoaroundradio.podbean.com. Um, because I finished just editing the first part, which was two hours. <laughs> We've got another two-hour part coming soon. By the time this comes uh, goes out, actually, part two will be live. Yay! You can awesome. hear us finish the KFC finger licking dating simulator. It was fun. And I recommend everyone tries it because it's a fun game. And I wish it was on PS4 so everyone else can play it. <laughs> I mean, they already made a dating simulator with birds. so I think Yeah, Hattiful Boyfriend. I've even got merch. Yes, I got some plush can. toys from Hattiful Boyfriend. I, I I should have played. Oh, I should. I'll do it next year. I might do that. I've got their Christmas because um, I did a Christmas special game. I might play ne- next year's. We'll go around. I'll be playing Hatchable Boyfriend Christmas Special. Because I like pudding. Alfonso hates us so much right now. <laughs> no, I don't. It's all love. It's all Fonzie. Wrong type of love. Hateful love. I don't want hateful love. Rageful love. But it's still love, man. Well, <laughs> well, talking about things that I might hate but other people love, The Witcher 3 got a TV show on Netflix. Yes, well, The Witcher franchise got a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> the Witcher 3 game got a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, uh, Fantasy 14 is getting its own TV show next year on Netflix, so. Yes, it is. Yeah, which is being done by the same people who made the Witcher Netflix series as well, by the way. So, so I'll expect something awesome. Yeah. I'll watch that one, but I'm not going to watch the Witcher one. <laughs> Why? Because I have no interest in it. Well, you're missing out then, Ben. It's a pretty good show. Do you want to talk about it, Gary? Because I know uh, you like actually, The Witcher. Well, I've only watched the first episode. I haven't had time to go through it because I'm well, watching We don't want to go too much because people would have... Not everyone has watched it, so no real spoilers. Yeah, no, it's, it, I think it's pretty good. Uh, for those who've read the books, it's pretty good. For those who play the video games, will probably be upset about it uh, because it's two different things. Um, 
there's a lot of stuff that the Witcher here does that he doesn't do in the games because he physically can't, I guess. Um, it's it's a lot of small things, a lot of big things. Um, the show is very political, which is kind of what the books are. People expect him to go in this show and just murder a whole bunch of monsters, which, yes, that's what witchers do, but what the game doesn't tell you is just how freaking dangerous it actually is for him to do this. <laughs> in the game, sure, you go in, you kill like 30 ghouls or whatever, that's fine. Whereas... In the books, he's pretty much going to die if he takes on 30 goals. Um, so that's something a lot of people are complaining about about the show is that there's just not enough monster hunting in it, which I would understand they would be upset about it uh, if they've only played the game and that's the only experience they have with the franchise. But for someone like me who has read the books, um, I really enjoyed what I've seen so far because it does follow the books a lot. Um, so yeah, it's also interesting uh, to see some people not understanding how some things work in that world. Like the the show has a lot of time jumps from past to, to present. Uh, and they don't understand why all the characters, well, not all of them, most of them don't age. <laughs> well, even if you've played the games, you should know that witchers don't age uh, normally. They, they have a slowing aging process. Um, most of the female characters are witches, uh, so they don't age at all. Uh, Yennefer, for example, uh, by the time the books end, is over 100 years old, but she looks like she's 30. So things like that, I guess, throwing people off because they don't understand it because it's, it's not really explained in the show. It's just something that people who know the franchise, they expect people to know why these things are happening. Um, so yeah, so far I'm enjoying it. The choreography is amazing, especially during the fight scenes. So, but yeah, I recommend it. It's done by the, uh, Gerald is played by Henry Cavill, right? Yes, who played Superman in yeah, the Yeah, finally he's movies. got a good, a good story under his belt. <laughs> if you say so, man. He was also phenomenal in uh, the last Mission Impossible movie. That's another movie series I've never watched. Which Alfonso can tell you exactly how great he was in that movie. Well... <laughs> 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 uh, mm, yeah... Come on, that bathroom fight scene, that was great. You got his I ass know. Yeah, yeah, it was. Both of them. It was great. It was. He, he yeah. goes in like, oh, I'm going to beat this dude's ass. He gets knocked out in one hit. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I've always enjoyed him. Um, he just needs the roles to, to show what he can do. So, personally. Yeah, actually, um, the writer of the book said that Henry Cavill is now the the vision of what Geralt should look like from now on. <laughs> like, he says that's the best that he's seen that character portrayed in all media. For those who don't know, there was a Witcher TV show back in the day, but it was made in Poland because that's where the author is from. Yeah. So... 
There is a show that existed before a Witcher show. You just can't watch it in English. You probably find <laughs> subtitles though. Yeah, probably. They probably won't be official subtitles, but <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not official subtitles. They never translated anyway. So, but yes, there is a Witcher show from I think the nineties. Sometimes the unofficial subtitles are better though. Like I, I like when Naruto, the yeah, they had the sequel Boruto when that first started, and fan translators had the first, uh, their names as burrito and salad because that's what they translated to originally. <laughs> The 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 burrito the burrito the burrito story. <laughs> wow. Burrito and salad. My favorite characters. Hey, yeah. all the Dragon Ball characters are named after fruits and vegetables. So yeah, it's true. Uh, was like Dragon Ball Super when that was for I can't remember what that was called. It was something stupid when it, that. First was getting translated. Yeah. Yeah, before we actually got the super title. By the way, I'm still mm. pissed that we're not getting any more Dragon Ball. Damn it, Gary. It's your hey, fault. don't attack me. You want Dragon Quest, okay? It's your fault. <laughs> it's not that I want Dragon Quest, I don't mind. Look, well, Dragon Quest deserves an anime. I'm sorry. It's been a long time coming. Final Fantasy had an anime before Dragon Quest, and Dragon Quest is a bigger franchise in Japan, so why didn't they get an anime? Plus, you have his art style right there. People will recognize it, they'll watch it just because his name will be attached to it in some way or form. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, I'm okay with Dragon Quest as an anime. I think it'll be a fantastic anime. We're getting a Nino Kuni anime coming out on Netflix in January. Oh, well. I watched that. Yeah, so that's a full-on movie. So it's not done by um, Studio Chibli, but it has their art style. In it. So get used to it. I'm fine with it. Yes, I am sad. I'm very sad and I'm very angry that there is no super anime. But then I also understand why there is no super anime because the manga has very little... Or not very little, I guess. It, it, it doesn't have a big enough arc right now that they can come back and do a full-on anime again well they, do, no, they, they don't base the uh, they don't base the anime on the manga with super well no but they eventually intertwine with each other like the the base story is there like the tournament of power happened in the anime like yeah. three months before the manga happened obviously the manga played out very differently compared yeah, to the anime Stick roshi yeah but we still had it play out the same like the beginning middle oh, and yeah. end was the same yeah, because Toriyama sends several sends both companies the both teams the um, start, middle, and the end of the script. Yeah, that's, so that's all they really... send them is the start, middle, and end. Nothing else. <laughs> it doesn't. Yes. Everything yeah. else is being done by the team. They're like, oh, he's like, okay, it starts like this. Something like this has to happen, and then it ends with these two. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not sad about. It. I'm pretty sure when he did work on the Brawly movie. It yeah. probably exhausted him at 70 years old. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he's working on another movie, isn't he? So, <laughs> so I don't on blame a, him. A, they're working on another super movie. We know that because he wants to make another one. So, And that's fine. Let him do another movie. Bring whoever you want back, create a new villain, whatever. 
cooler, Jack. <laughs> We've talked about it. I, I think it will be cooler. Yeah. Um, but I also think it might not be because they had the opportunity to introduce cooler in the Broadway movie yeah. when during the flashback scenes they chose not to. So what if they bring the most unique character, Freezer's child, back? Oh my God, no. Caruso. In all honesty, I would not be opposed if they made Garlic Jr. a canon character, to be honest with you. I would not be opposed to that in any way. So, it, it's going to be whatever. Whatever they choose to do, they can go ahead and do. But I understand why they're not doing another series or another anime series of, of Super. It's because they there's no source material. You can do Morrow... But that story is dragging on, in my opinion, from what you've been telling me, Ben, way longer than it should be. All I know is I'm happy that <laughs> Fajita is now broken. Also happy that Fine. they learned that instant transmission was like the most basic of moves that they know, which shows that yeah, Goku is really another. dumb. <laughs> well, uh, that's again another missed opportunity because they fought one of them during the tournament of power and that dude didn't show any powers at all except instant transmission but i posted so, caruso in general chat if anyone wants to google him it's actually freezer's son oh man so yeah i, I like i said i i'm not opposed to it i'm not for it oh uh, i'm fine with the dragon quest anime i really am because i love dragon quest and everybody should experience dragon quest I just don't believe there's any source material for them to do another super right now, personally. Or not enough of it. And by the way, Cruiser was playable in Budokai 2 in Japan. In Japan. What about you, Alfonso? You've been super quiet about this. Speak. Yes, I am frustrated that there's no new super coming. But, like you said, Gary, people, mostly you, they demanded a Dragon Quest anime for a very long time. Mostly so, me. <laughs> I'm um, glad I can sway an entire studio to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I have but power. yes, I, as much as I love Dragon Ball, um, I'm okay with it as well. I mean, we know it will come back. There's just... A matter of this it's just depending on when they will come back but with dragon crest there's, there's a lot to tell that franchise so i think that will keep me satisfied to when they decide to pull the plug and start production for the new series the super so uh, yeah it's okay see and this is also good because if dragon quest succeeds as an anime then this could be the perfect opportunity for them to give people what they've wanted for over 30 years now, and that's their fucking Chrono Trigger anime that they've been going crazy for. <laughs> they demand it for so long, and they might get it. You never know. It is square. Like The franchise isn't good as video games. Let's try something. Else. Just say it. By the way, the anime podcast will be returning next week. We're going to try and decide which anime we're going to watch for the weekly. Woohoo! So, yay! Back next week, the new year. Along with the Metacritic game, which will be back for the next episode for the new year. 
So yay, everything's back in the new year. Now that I can edit stuff without taking bajillion years. Maybe we should we ah. Now I say I want to say we should start the new year with something good, and then I thought One Punch Man, and I realised no, we don't want to start the new year bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, but One Punch Man Season 2, the animation on most of the episodes were really shit. Plus, I didn't like how it ended. It, it, uh, yeah. Not the time. <laughs> so, anyway, we're back next week with the anime podcast and the Metacritic. Uh, yes, so excited. I really don't know what to talk about. I feel like if we talk anymore, we're just going to fill this episode out. So, um, so I guess we should wrap it up soon. Short Let's episode, really but do... it's going to be game longer next week. So, unless you want, let's just do. Okay, each of us. Let's just choose three predictions of how we think twenty twenty will play out. Start a new decade in terms of video games. Gary, go. The start? How it starts? Yeah. What you predict will happen with the games, with the consoles, all that. Go. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Alfonso. Just throw me <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I predict that we are going to end 2020 with a bang with the amount of amazing games coming out, not only at the start of the year, but probably at the end of the year. Uh, we're going to end a console generation on a high note and we're going to start a console generation on that same high note. Um, I feel like, so that's my first prediction. The end of the console generation is going to go out with a bang. Um, if I, I'm obviously considering this the end of the console generation because the new ones are coming. Obviously, they're going to steal yeah. these games for moving forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, my second prediction is the PS5 and the Xbox. Actually, they're just calling it the Xbox. Uh, it's not Series X. That's not it. It's Xbox Series <laughs> X. No, no, Phil Spencer corrected it. Uh, he uh. said it's just called Xbox. Series X is just that version of the series of Xboxes they're going to release this generation or the next generation. But it's literally just called Xbox. <laughs> He corrected people on Twitter. I saw. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, um, they're going to start off on a huge high note. We know Microsoft is going to start off, obviously, with Halo Infinite. It's going to be a launch title. Uh, probably Hellblade 2 is going to be a launch title as well. I, no, uh, I don't think it's going to be a launch title. You don't think so? No, that was still early. It was in-game footage. It, wasn't, it was in-engine footage. It wasn't even in-game footage. I don't think they've got that ready yet. Well, I guess we'll see. They, they said Halo Infinite was going to be a launch title, so... Yeah. Halo Infinite, yes, I can understand, but Hellblade, I feel like it's going to be a launch year. Yeah, like a first, like, 12 months. Okay. Well, we'll see. Um, but obviously, they're going to go out swinging right off the bat. They say they've learned a lot of lessons uh, from this console generation. I think everybody has learned a lot of lessons from this console generation. Everybody... Again, counted Nintendo out this console generation, and once again, Nintendo proved everybody wrong. Um, 
they just can't afford, in my opinion, to count anybody out. Um, you can tell that Sony and Microsoft were very worried about Stadia. Uh, they're not as worried as much anymore because it launched very poorly. Um, whatever the future holds for that infrastructure, we'll still see. It could still be a huge cause a huge dent in their market. Um, but like I said, I feel like both Sony and Microsoft are going to come out swinging with their next consoles. Um, I'm expecting big launch titles. Obviously, I talked about Halo Infinite is going to be the big one for Microsoft. Uh, what is going to be the big one for Sony is, is the question because you can't launch The Last of Us 2 on the PS5 and expect people to go crazy because it's been out for six months already. Um, and plus, it's not a PS4. game for... I don't feel like that's a game that has the same appeal as Halo. No. And there is no game that no. Sony has that has the same appeal as Halo. There just isn't. Um, but they still have to come out with a big, big PlayStation 5 launch title. We saw the first PlayStation 5 launch title game, Godfall, from Gearbox, is coming out. At, they said it's a launch title exclusive to PS5. Um, that can't be the big game that they're going to be pushing. Sony has to have a big first-party game on the launch for their consoles. I don't want Knack. It can't be Knack. It can't be <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. It has to be something big. And I personally believe that game is going to be either Uncharted or Siphon Filter. I'm leaning more towards Uncharted. Uncharted will sell you consoles. Uncharted is a very established franchise now. It's very popular. People know it very well. It has to be on the caliber of Uncharted. Um, and and, and it's, it, it's hard for Sony, in my opinion, because their biggest studios are releasing games in 2020. <laughs> you know, Naughty Dog and Sucker Punch, even... Santa Monica, who did God of War, I doubt they're going to have God of War 2 as a launch title. Um, but that doesn't mean they can't have these games launch on the PS5 as well as launch titles, if, if, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But I, I do firmly believe both of them are going to come out swinging, and I think the big thing that's going to sell these consoles at launch is going to be the level of backwards compatibility. Um, if Sony has full backwards compatibility, like we think it will, like we believe it will, still all 100% not confirmed how it's going to work, but if my entire digital library is going to be playable on the PS5, they will have it in the bag, in my opinion. Because um, it's a huge thing. You know, if if my physical games are backwards compatible, compatible, that's great. But with them pushing digital so hard now, you have to make my digital games playable on the next system that I bought the last generation. Because there's no point in you pushing digital if I don't have access to those games. So yeah, uh, that's my second one, I guess. <laughs> that was a long one, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on. No, 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 go on. I like it. Go on, go on. My third prediction for 2020, um, 
we, I believe, are going to see a merger of some type where we are going to see either characters or actual full games appear cross-platform between all three systems. Um, obviously, Sony and, or sorry, Nintendo and Microsoft are already on that wagon. Uh, it's mostly Microsoft giving Nintendo stuff. Uh, Nintendo hasn't really given Microsoft anything yet, uh, from my knowledge. Uh, but I, I do believe we're going to see characters from other games appear in games from other companies. Obviously, Smash is the easiest one to talk about, um, so I'm not going to. Um, but I, I could see some PlayStation-exclusive developed games appear on a Nintendo Switch or an Xbox Series X. I could see it easily happening starting this generation. And we'll see. I believe the first few of those probably at E3. I think there's going to be like a joint announcement. So those are my three predictions. Okay. I'm going to go next. Um, Gary, you already said one of mine. You just mentioned it. The whole cross-platform game. They, they've mm. been mentioning this since the last few years. So it, it's pretty sure that it's going to be more implemented in this new decade of video games. So I totally agree with you on this. Um, this is Microsoft. We know Microsoft pull the plug. But yeah, Sony and Nintendo has been on board for this. So um, it will be interesting to see this happen. How is going to work, really? Yeah, I'm a little iffy on it. But um, what better way to... I'm tired of the whole divided the brand, oh, Team Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo. If you have a game that all that everyone can play, it's a better way to um, bring the community together in terms of gamers. But then again... I, I, it, it bothers me because of sales. Like I said, I prefer Sony, so I will always be Team Sony, but other gamers, other gamers don't care about this whole console war stuff. So it, to me, it's a great idea, but we just have to see how it works. Which leads me into my second prediction. You mentioned it, Gary. Google didn't implement their idea for Stadia properly. They promoted it very wrong and it didn't sell well. But Sony and Microsoft also need to watch out for Amazon, which they did announce they are planning to make their own gaming service. And I feel this decade is going to be a battle, not with console wars now, but consoles versus streaming services like Stadia and versus Amazon. Amazon does very well. They promote very well with their devices and, and with Prime and all the stuff that you get with Prime. So I feel they need to watch out for Amazon because, yeah, we don't know when exactly Amazon will bring out their streaming service. But Amazon is a top, you know, they're, they're, they're in the big leagues when it comes to 
services and what they provide for customers. So that that will be very interesting. I'm I'm more looking forward to see what Amazon does than what Google has presented for us. Your thoughts on that? Hello? Hello? Gary, you there? I think we lost Gary. Gary. Oh, he vanished. Okay. Ben, your thoughts on what I said? No, no, I'm here. Sorry. Sorry. I was, sorry, I was on the phone. Somebody called me. It was an emergency. Uh, okay. You're saying Amazon. I'm so sorry. Can you repeat what you said about Amazon? I was saying how Sony and, and, and Microsoft need to watch out for Amazon because they also doing their own gaming services, their own streaming services. We're not sure when, but I feel they were promoting and implemented better than Google. And I feel this decade, because of Amazon would be not console versus consoles, but console versus streaming services. Thoughts on that? Um. Well, I do feel like you have a point when it comes to Amazon that obviously Amazon is huge. It's dangerous. It already owns Twitch. Um, Twitch Prime, obviously, they're giving away free games on that. If you have Amazon Prime with with that. Um. The thing for me, though, is streaming seems to be solely the place people are transitioning into PlayStation Now, Xbox Game Pass. With Amazon, though, I, I don't feel Sony or, and Microsoft are going to be too afraid as they were with Stadia because if Google couldn't pull it off right off the bat, Amazon, in my opinion, definitely won't. Because Google actually has people that work in the industry for years and years and years. And years. Um, Phil Harrison, I believe, is the one in charge of Google Stadia, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, was, he worked for Sony. He worked for Microsoft. And now he went and worked for Google. If he could not drive this huge thing to the expectations that it had, because they promised a lot of stuff, and none of that stuff was at launch. None of it. Most of it probably won't even appear until a couple of years. So you can say what the product is going to look like when it's all ready to go, but until it's ready to go, don't talk about what it's going to be able to do. That That's my big thing. Um, I don't care if I can do something with my system but I'll only be able to do it five years after I get it. You know what I mean? It's something that Sony's had a problem with. Microsoft have had a problem with it too uh, earlier on. But with Amazon, they don't have that kind of experience behind whatever they're working on. In my opinion, I don't know who's really behind it, but from what I've read, from what I know about it, they don't have any big players behind their streaming service, just people who know streaming. So to me, I, I don't feel like it's something they're going to be afraid of. Uh, yeah, they're obviously going to keep an eye on it. Obviously, when it's fully revealed what it's going to be, 
uh, that's going to be uh, another question. We know of one game they showed it off at the Game Awards. It's going to be an MMO. But we never saw gameplay footage. It was just a big CG trailer. But, you know, Sony and Microsoft have their streaming services very well established already. Xbox Game Pass is doing very well for them. Uh, PlayStation Now is doing pretty good for Sony as well, since they dropped the price to $60 over the $100 for the Now they're bringing in new games into it as well. They're temporary, yes, but they're there for like six months. So that's six months you can play these new games. Well, I won't, I'm not going to say brand new games, but big games like God of War, Horizon, Uncharted, Persona uh-huh. 5, those types of games. And you can download them on your system. You don't have to play it through streaming. Like, oh, okay, I have PlayStation. Now I can download this game and play it whenever I want. It's, I'm renting it for six months. So they're pretty much established already. They have a big fan base behind them. People already know what they're getting with those where Amazon, they don't really know. Amazon is very open to everybody. Um, and quite honestly, if they launch it right now, I don't feel like anybody's really going to notice because Amazon is a place people go to shop, not to pay a subscription to stream video games. And Amazon Prime, their movie streaming service, quite honestly, in my opinion, is the worst of all the streaming services. I hate it. <laughs> they have a terrible interface. Their app is garbage beyond everything I've ever experienced when it comes to streaming apps. Um, the fact that they just mix things that are part of Amazon Prime and things that aren't, like you accidentally click on someone, so it's asking you to buy it. It's like, what the hell? I thought this was part of Prime. Um, it's not good. And, you know, they, they've tried different things. They even started an anime that you can pay extra for, and it has a whole bunch of anime on Amazon Prime. That didn't even last a year because nobody knew how to access it. <laughs> nobody knew how to get to it um, because there wasn't any instructions. There wasn't any ads or anything for it. Nothing. Nobody knew that it existed, so it failed. And I, I feel like this will fail too for them. Amazon makes too much money to care about things that don't make them more. And I don't think this streaming service is going to help them because why go with Amazon when I can have a Stadia, when I have Steam, when I have GOG, when I have Epic Games? They're not streaming services, sure, but I'm pretty sure they're going to start doing it eventually. Ubisoft is streaming now. Everybody's streaming now. <laughs> By the time Amazon gets into it, they have to have their big first-party library in order for anybody to care. Sorry, I went off on a tangent again. It's okay. Okay. My last prediction. Uh, in terms of 2020 games, I feel... Ghost of Tsushima will be game of the year. Over the last short two? Yes, just because yes, we know the heavy hitters. Cyberpunk, Ghost, Final Fantasy, Last of Us. Ghost uh, will have the highest chance because of game released near the end of the year. 
exactly that. Um, huh. New IP, even though Cyberpunk is a new IP too, but we never had a game like Ghost in a while. Cyberpunk is, you know, Mercenaries, we had games like that already. Final Fantasy is a remake, and Last of Us is a sequel. Even though, yes, they're all great contenders, but new IP with this type of gameplay and format and style, my winner is Ghost. I'm seeing it happen. Those are my predictions. Ben? Ben predicts Final Fantasy XIV will be the game of the year every year from now on. Yes! That will be my game of the year. <laughs> now, I think we pretty much said all my predictions, really, anyway. Yeah, I... Oh. I'm expecting PS5 and I'm expecting Kakarot to be my favorite game of the year. <laughs> but Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to be your game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, bad because they'll be out later so, I, <laughs> uh, uh, I can't wait I, I can't wait till 2020 there's so many good games coming out so I'm going to leave my predictions basically, basically you pretty much made any prediction I was going to make anyway so, so I'm just going to I'm just going to be quiet we don't want you to be quiet Ben we like uh, hearing your sexual voice so, <laughs> Alfonso, have you got any shout-outs and how can they contact you? We end 2019. I, I feel we end this decade on a good note. We had, like we mentioned last week with the video games that we chose of the decade, we had a lot of good games, a lot of good games that gave us a lot of memories, games that made us cry, games that made us hype, games that made us wait too long for sequels. But uh, I feel this new decade is going to be even better with in terms of the power that these consoles come with, in terms of all the streaming services, et cetera, et cetera. Um, in terms of games I'm really looking forward to, like Ben said, Kakarot, uh, Ghost, Cyberpunk, Last of Us, and many more to come throughout the years. Um, again, I want to shout out to you guys. Um, you know, we, yeah, I started in 2012, so it wasn't a full decade, but in terms of this new decade, I know y'all will continue to be on your grind, the reviews and the support for the community. Continue to listen to these guys. These guys are great. In terms of my New Year's resolution, I want to do more online gaming. I lacked on that in terms of this last decade, so I want to focus more on playing more multiplayer online games with you guys and other people. Um, shout out to Shannon for always being there for me through my time in needs, to you guys for my time in need, because I know I had a rough couple of years with my health. Um, again, shout out to the listeners, so all the followers. You can follow me at AliShan7, and Happy New Year. Let's bring in 2020. Let's make 2020 great in terms of video games. Let's make it great. That's it. Gary. Oh, yeah. Shout out to you guys, as always. Thank you for a great year and a great, I guess, decade. <clears throat> I've been, I think, at the site for three years now. 
maybe four. Man, I can't even keep track. It's been a long time. Um, thank you for letting me join the podcast. I obviously love doing it. That's why I'm always here. Um, Alfonso, thank you for being number one super fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Glad we finally got you on the podcast after so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've been great, honestly. Um, to everybody else who's joined us on the podcast, thank you. Uh, to those that we hope will be back starting next year, Chris, Tim, um, Neil, anybody else who who I am missing, Mike. Uh, yeah, it's been great. You can reach me at Gagalush. That's G A G L A. Twitter, and uh, yeah. Happy New Year to you guys. Uh, you talk about when you joined. I decided to Google because I sent my application to PSU from my Hotmail account. Yeah, you know, when I joined, and the first the first message was with Chin uh, that popped up, even though not my invite. And it's heading home for dinner, then sex chat with Chili and his gang. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sex chat with Chili and his gang. What is he up to lately? He's a tourist guide now. A tourist guide? He left video games to be a tourist guide? Yeah, he, he, I think so. Anyway, that's why I've seen take go around the world taking pictures and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, fitness and wellness advocate, exploring foodie, part of the LGBT. Uh, yeah. Nice. He takes those pictures. It's pretty cool. Uh, I joined in 2012. I joined PSU. It's hot. Yeah. God, eight years. You put up with me for eight years, nearly a decade. That's what we do, man. Oh. We help each other out. We hold on to each other. I'm the old sofa that's left in the corner that, that's still there, even though we've got to throw away, but it's the thing that we still sit on if you let us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I call the middle. <laughs> there it is, folks. The very last joke of the decade. Yay! <laughs> uh. I'd like to shout out to everyone that listens to us. And everyone that will listen to us in 2020. Uh, thank you. You're the reason why we keep doing this. Because if we didn't have anyone listen, we'd, we'd still be doing it, probably. Um, but I'd like to give a big shout to my co-host, Gary and Alfonso, for joining me. Um, thank you. Real pleasure. Uh, shout out to Tim, Chris, and everyone else, and a shout out to everyone. That, yeah, just shout out to everyone. Thank you all for making 2018 great. Uh, this last decade, incredible. Let's keep growing in 2020. Let's hit 3 million downloads at the start of 2020. We're 7,000 away, which means we're going to hit at the beginning of 2020. But still, let's do it. Let's do start it. 2020 big. Yeah. Uh, so until then... I've I've had a good time. It's been a good podcast. Until next week. Bye. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. 
Have a happy Chinese tomorrow to celebrate. Bye.